0: YWCA McLean County has launched an expansion campaign for its rape crisis center. That's one of the things you need to know to start your day. I'm Ryan Denham. And I'm Max. Today is Monday, May 22nd, and this is WGLT's The Lead Off.
1: Support for the leadoff on WGLT and WGLT.org comes from the Central Illinois Regional Airport with nonstop flights from Bloomington to Denver on Frontier Airlines. The Mile High City is just one flight away. Information at C-I-R-A
0: Now let's lead off with a bill that changes who pays property taxes to support the Central Illinois Regional Airport. That bill is now on its way to the governor's desk. More from WGLT's Charlie Schlenker.
2: The bill won final passage Friday in Springfield, capping a years-long effort by airport leaders to expand the airport's taxing boundaries. Currently, only those who live within Bloomington-Normal City limits pay property taxes to the airport. After this change, everyone in McLean County will do so. That raises the overall tax bill in rural areas but lowers it in Bloomington-Normal. The bill faced opposition from many living in those rural communities, They say a late change to the bill was a partial victory because it increased rural representation on the revamped Airport Authority board. Anna Ziegler is assistant manager at the McLean County Farm Bureau, which opposed the bill.
0: I would say that it makes us feel marginally better about the fact that a new taxing authority is being extended to rural McLean County. Um, and getting a higher taxing authority um, without a referendum.
2: The final vote in the Senate was along party lines, like in the House. The Democrats, who represent Bloomington Normal, voted yes, and the Republicans, who represent rural parts of the county, voted no. That party split caught the attention of Lexington Mayor Spencer Johansson, chair of the McLean County Mayor's Association. Nobody wants to stand up. They want to stick with the party, and that's what's disappointing, and and I think that's why we don't get a lot of things done in Springfield. Johansson opposed the bill. Airport Authority Board Chair Alan Sender recently told WGLT the change will allow more financial flexibility in case of federal funding cuts or if an economic development opportunity arises.
0: What we're doing here is exactly the kind of planful, thoughtful look-aheads to avoid any kinds of crisis in the future or to be able to handle them should
2: they arise. It's unclear when the change will be reflected on tax bills. Depending on how quickly it is processed, it may not be until 2025 tax bills. For the leadoff, I'm Charlie Schlenker.
0: Here's some other stories we're following in the WGLT newsroom. The Bloomington City Council is expected to vote during tonight's meeting on a plan for an $18 million housing project. Townhomes and apartments planned for just east of downtown. The Illinois House has given the okay for legislation allowing new nuclear power plants to be built in the state. It now heads to the Senate for a final vote before going to the governor. And the Illinois Catholic Diocese have released a formal summary of their processes for handling child sexual assault allegations. That comes after an investigation by the Illinois Attorney General's Office that led to a review. You can find more on these stories at WGLT.org. YWCA McLean County has launched an expansion campaign for its rape crisis center. Stepping Stones is the county's only rape crisis center. And YWCA leaders announced a campaign aimed at raising money for capital improvements at the site. WGLT's Lindsey Jones spoke with YWCA's development and PR director, Alicia Whitworth, about the campaign.
1: And the entire time I've been at YW, this expansion is a critical need that has been discussed. We have been really working through really just how to make this work, given the increased clients we are seeing every year. Um, and now's the time. So this has been something that's been long known about. This isn't just like a need that popped out of nowhere, is what you're saying? Absolutely. This is a need that has been growing every year, I would say, since the program really came to YWCA, um, if you're not familiar with the program's history, it's been a YWCA program for about 20 years now. In the early 2000s, um, there was no one nonprofit that could take both domestic and sexual violence programs. So our friends at MCCA have Neville House, and we have Stepping Stones. So we are McLean County's Rape Crisis Center. Um, we are accredited through ICASA, which is the Illinois Coalition Against Sexual Assault. And when we look back at the history of this program, it started as kind of a grassroots organization of people really working to fulfill this need. There was about a 10-year period in the 90s, early 2000s, where there was no sexual assault program at all in McLean County. Mm-hmm. And throughout these years, we've seen the need just continue to grow exponentially. And with this expansion, we expect to be able to serve about 35 to 40 percent more survivors and their loved ones. So I think I've read somewhere the site that you've been working with has been functional, but there have been some needed... Um, I guess, what do we call them? Improvements? We can call them improvements. Okay. (laughs) And this this campaign is like aimed at addressing that, correct? The program space that Stepping Stones currently occupies, um, you know, we had a pool. We had fitness programs. That is what YWCA did for many, many years. Um, But we are for our community, by our community. You know, we've been in McLean County since 1908 um, as an ISU RSO for even longer than that, 150 years this year. We had PE classes for girls when girls weren't allowed to Mm -hmm. take physical education in schools. We had people hosting sit-ins during the civil rights movement. We have really shifted as our community has shifted and grown. Um, And when we closed our pool space um, 10 years ago, Stepping Stones moved into that space. So right now we have counseling rooms in former lifeguard offices with windows overlooking what Used to be a pool and is now a very empty space. We have counseling rooms in what used to be vending spaces, where you know the little window would come up and down for concessions, and that's now you know permanently closed and turned into a bookcase because we are resourceful. We just have all these spaces that were not built with survivors in mind. We're not built to house even staff. Our staffing area for stepping stones um, is a former group fitness space. The, these folks have giant mirrors on the walls and carpet squares over creaky old wooden floors. It's not my workspace every day, um, but every tour we've given in this space, we go to say something like, you know, it's not soundproof, we've got little ones above because we also manage a childcare program. and on cue every time those sweet little nuggets they just bang those blocks and flush the toilets and you know that's where we take our hotline calls and so when we look at what is needed we need a centrally located space within our current facility Um, we need private bathrooms we need soundproof counseling rooms we need a space for staff to gather in a confidential way we need a confidential soundproof area for the hotline um, we have truly done the best we can for as long as we can.
0: That was Alicia Whitworth of the YWCA speaking with WGLT's Lindsey Jones about plans to expand the Stepping Stones Rape Crisis Center. You can read or listen to the rest of their conversation at WGLT.org. Before we let you go, Senator Dick Durbin will be in Lincoln today to discuss health care workforce shortages in rural Illinois. WGLT will be there, and you'll hear coverage this afternoon during All Things Considered. And that's it for today. I'm your co-host, Max, from Parkside Elementary School in Normal. You can subscribe to the Lead Off Podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or
2: the NPR app.